The Kutasikh is Khalik Yudhas, Bamidbar Bay 7, page 18 in the Sefer. Lili Nishmis Rabbi Yasef Pinyamin Ben Rabinasha Kaltman. We all know that Bamidbar is there is read and learned the Shabbos before Shavuos. We all know that there's a Shaykhis, a connection between Parsha's Bamidbar and the Yamta of Shavuos. In this Sikha, we're going to take a fascinating look at Bamidbar as a Chana to Shavuos, as a preparation to Shavuos. And we're going to focus on three elements that we see in Yidin as they gear up to Matan Torah and what they take away from from receiving the Torah and how that corresponds in Parshas Bamidbar specifically. It's known what it says in Shulchan Aruch that Parshas Bamidbar is always read before Shavuos. Excuse me. We bow this other parsha, Hata Shaikhas the Mzbamba Zivadgila. And since every parsha, as we know, is connected to the time during which it's being read, is move on as the Shaikhas of Parsas Bamidbar to Shvuis is Biikir in the Inyan Hahachana Far Khagashvuis to Matantaira. So we so we understand, therefore, that the connection of Bamidbar to Shavuis is in the area of preparing for Shavuis. Preparing for receiving the Torah. In contrast to Parshas Nosei, which is usually read after Shavuos, which means to say that Shavuos is in the Shabbos, in the week of Nosei. On occasion, there are certain years that Nosei is read before Shavuos. But most of the time, it's read after Shavuos. Is an ear Merdi Shaychet Zuchagas Shavuos unto Minyuf Matan Teira Atzmei. Its connection, Nosei's connection, is more to the receiving of the Teira and to Shavuos. While Bamidbar, as we just explained, is connected more to the preparations for Shavuos for Matan Teira. Hanal is Nochmer Mudgish and Derkvius Vinshanozu. This would be even more emphasized in. The calendar of this year, meaning the year that the Sikha was said and published. When Shabbos parshas Bamidbar is Chol Seven, when Shabbos Bamidbar falls out on Bay Seven, was in them tog Omer le This is the day that Moshe started telling them to get ready to sanctify them for receiving the Torah. Or in the words of the Alter Rebbe in Shulchan Aruch. He basically began to engage with them, to prepare them for receiving the Torah. So Beis Sivan is even more connected to receiving of the Torah. So when Bamidbar falls out on Beis Sivan, it's even a greater connection to preparing for receiving the Torah. We bow this B'chashonah B'chagash, who is going back to Chachana in general. Not just a base seven, but since every year on Shavuos, in Zmamat and Teda say no. Gid did Abister the Teda from this night, the Abister gives the Teda anew. Unachin and Hachren, Eif and the Gabbard of Yashlifnez, and on a higher level, every year it goes higher and higher. He's moving as far farther, Kabbalah's at Teda, Bagashvuos, Fundem, Unyedn Yar. So it's understood that before we get to Shavuos, of this year. Similarly to every year, it's necessary to engage in the preparations for Shavuos, for receiving the Teda, as it was in the first year. And this would also be relevant in Halacha. As that it is for this reason, because we are involved in preparing for receiving the Torah, therefore we do not fast and we do not say uh, Tachanon during these days between Rish and Shavuos. So the question of Seif Aleph is what is this unique connection between Bamidbar? And receiving of the Torah and, and Shavuos and preparing for receiving of the Torah, specifically Beis Siva. So Ziv Beis is going to go back to this halacha. 
that we're not supposed to fast or say Tachnun in the first in the, in the first days of Sivan, and we're going to elaborate on that to uh, uh, understand this halacha a little bit better. To understand the connection between Parshas Bamidbar and the beginning of getting ready, of preparing ourselves for receiving the Teda, specifically on Beis Sivan and on, we're going to have to first explain this above-mentioned halacha about not saying Tachron or not fasting in the first days of Sivan. Here we're going to quote the Alter Rebbe from Shulchan Aruch about this time. The minig is the custom is in these countries not to say not to fast and not to say tachron from Rosh Chodesh Sivan until Ches Sivan, including Ches Sivan, which is Isru Chag Shavuos. The fee Shemiyad Achron Rosh Chodesh immediately after Rosh Chodesh. He's Chil Meishel Is Asikimoy and Binyak Parlas Atayda. This is the quote that we already mentioned in the previous Eve. Moshe began to engage with the Yidden to get them ready for Kabbalah Atayda receiving the Torah. The Alter Rebbe explains how it actually played itself out, and of course in the Gemara there are different opinions and the Mefarshim have different opinions in exactly how some of this stuff played out. But this is the Alter Rebbe's. Psak in Shulchan Aruch, Shabbosheni b'Shabbos on Monday, Hayyurish Chedesh. Ubishlishi b'Shabbos on Tuesday was the second day of Sivan. Amar lahem va'atem tiyulim mamlachas kainim v'gamer. This is when Moshe said to the Yidden, "You will be for me a kingdom of kainim," which we're going to elaborate on uh, throughout the sicha. What does that exactly means? Uberavi on Wednesday, which was Gimel Sivan. Amar lemitzvah zagbali told him the mitzvah of. Separating themselves away from staying away from the mountain. Be careful not to go up in the mountain. on Thursday, which is Dalit Sivin. He told them they should separate from their wives uh, today and the next day, which would be Friday. Hey Siva. They should be ready for the third day, which would be Shabbos Vav Sivan, Shabbos, which was Shabbos, which is the day that the Tata was given. So this all began on Tuesday, Bay Sivan. Therefore, from Bay Sivan and on, it's all days that we are in the heat of the preparation for Shavuos, and therefore there's no fasting and there's no Tachron. We're now going to ask. Three questions on this halacha in Alter Rebbe. Aleph. Farvaz Brinkman, Kerdel der Alter Rebbe, die Reihe, as Hizchil Moshe, Lisasek, Imoyen, Binyan, Kabbalah, Satayra, from Pasig, Ve'atem, Tiyu, Mamlechas, Kern, Ve'gemer. Why do many of the Mepharshim, but here specifically the Alter Rebbe, in order to prove that Moshe began preparing the Yidden for Kabbalah, Satayra, which pasuk does he use? The atem ti yulimim lechas Why does the Alter Rebbe and the others use this pasuk? Beis as beyim shlishi beisivin sending even a sach diburim b'turak dama l'matan teirah. When this is not the first statement of Moshe Rabbeinu on beisivin, there were others speaking about gearing the people up for matan teirah that come in the pasuk before the pasuk of atem ti yulimim lechas keanim. Starting from a previous Pasik, which Nesha says, uh, which Hashem says to Meshach Rabbeinu, this is what you should say to Beis Yankiv, and you should tell the Yidden. And this is the intro to the Beis Sivin, to the Pasik, So my, why, does, my, why does the Alter Rebbe bring a Pasik in which Meshach Rabbeinu is very deep into his statement? Uh, uh, is deep into his statement so you might answer that you have seen and the Abish is describing how he carried them on on the wings of the eagle etc maybe this is about the past and the Alter Rebbe wants to bring a posig of the Abish they're speaking about the future that's not a sufficient answer because we have such a pasuk as well before the pasuk that we were using. 
you will be for me a treasure because the earth is mine, which will explain this passage also in the coming pages. But what we see from here is Yisim Li is Hashem speaking about the future, and the Alter Rebbe does not bring that pasuk of Yisim Li Gula, but he goes to the next pasuk of Atam Tilim Lechas So what is unique about the pasuk of Melechas Kainim that that is the one that is chosen to dis- to prove that Moshe is discussing Matan Teira with a Yid? Beis Nachmer, this question is a little bit stronger. What does it mean, Mamlechas Kernem? All the Mepharshim ask. Abish is talking to the Kol Klal Yisrael. They're not just a Shevet Levi. So, what does it mean when the Abish just says, You will be for me a kingdom of Kayanim? So, we find two Pirushim. Aleph the Ramban. The Ramban explains, You will be a kingdom of my servants. And the next end of the Pasuka, a holy nation, holy people means a people that is connected with the holy God. That's how the Ramban teaches. Similar to the, to the Mechilta, which says that what, what the Pasuk Mamlechas Kayana means that the Yidin were worthy, uh, all of the Yidin were worthy of eating from the Karbanas. The Balaturim says, Yidin were worthy of being Kayanim Gedalim, both of whom are trying to explain the word Kayanim. How does the word Kayanim fit for people that are not part of Shevet Levi? So the Ramban says, in that vein, he says that it means Misharasai, my servants. You can serve Hashem in the Beis HaMikdash as a Kayan. You can serve Hashem outside the Beis HaMikdash and be referred to as Mamlechas Kayanim. So that's one taich, kayanim. Kayanim means servants, servants of Hashem. Rashi, based Rashi, taich, sudden. But Rashi doesn't use that taich. Later in Sifkim, we're going to ask why not. But here, we're asking a question on the Alter Rebbe. L'cheire, sudden means officers, ministers. According to the first explanation, the way that Ramban learns, the Kayanim means servants of Hashem. He's moving. So we understand how this posse connects with the receiving and being involved in Teda. Because to Zayn Ibi Gavin, to Zayn Abesharas Hashem, Druch Teda Mitzvahs, the Atam Tilim Nachas Kayanim means you shall be my servant, you should be dedicated to me by. Being involved in Teiru Mitzvahs. Overlaid Pirish Rasha, the Oid, Ados Main Sodom. But according to Rashi and other commentaries that say that the Atem Tiyu Lima Mlechas Kerna means you will be for me a kingdom of officers, of ministers. What is this Pasik? Can, how does the pasuk connect to receiving the Torah? When the Alter Rebbe says, "Va'atam is a raya that Moshe was talking about Kabbalah Satera. How does crowning the Yidden as officers of Hashem, as ministers of Hashem, how does that prove that this is a that they were talking about receiving the Torah? Gimel. Finally, one last question on this Alter Rebbe. The pasuk continues the Kadesh and a holy nation. Number one, the Alter Rebbe is not does not quote these words. He says Mamlechas Kernim and does not say Vegoy Kadosh. On the other hand, Beis is Aber Meramazivze Bitten Vegoymer. He Alter Rebbe does allude to the words Vegoy Kadosh by saying Vegoymer. So why does he? If the words are important, why not mention them? If they're not important, why say Vegoymer? So these are our questions on the Alter Rebbe. Why, why, why emphasize the pasuk Mamlechas Kernim? Especially according to the fact that Rashi says Malachas Karanim means Sarim. How would the, the Sarim connect? How would it be a proof from Sarim that this is a Hachan al And why does the Alter Rebbe not say the Gay Kaddish yet say the Gaymar when he brings this Pasik? Gimel. So, Gimel, we're going be, to begin the answer to this question. But first, we have a question on Rashi. Why Taka does Rashi say Sarim? And not Misharsim, not servants of Hashem, which seems to be much, which seems to be much closer to the Pirush Apashat. And Rashi, as we know, always follows the Pirush Apashat, the simplest, the most basic understanding. So why learn Sarim? 
Let's let's learn the explanations of all this. Meaning to say, what's the connection of Bamidbar and 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 why does the Alter Rebbe use the passing of Melachas Kernim, especially if the if the if it means Sarim? And why does he say Vigay Kaddish and, and why does he not say Vigay Kaddish and say Vigay Mar? Hakdim. First, we have to introduce the following. seemingly not understood. Why does Rashi not explain the words Kernim Kipshutei? Literally, that it means servants. Ah, you're gonna say that that kernim means kernim, not mesharsim. Even mesharsim is maybe not pirush apashat. So, so he says no. Frat Rasha Alein Zok Nafrida Kepasha Rashi himself in an earlier parsha, parshas Vayigash, where it says that Yosef gave special allocations to the kohanim of Mitzrayim. So Rashi explains kolosh and kei mesharsim lelakusu. Every kayin, every time you use the word kayin, it comes from the idea of serving Hashem. That's why the kayinim and the Beis were called kayinim, because they were serving Hashem. And therefore, the priests of Mitzrayim can also be called kayin, because in their way, they are being mishadis, le'alakus. They're serving Hashem. So, kayinim could mean mishadisim. And from Rashi itself, we are, uh, can uh, we can understand that to say sarim is actually a chiddush. It's actually uh, different than the pirush apashut. From the fact that Rashi has to bring a proof that it doesn't mean kayanim, but it means sarim officers. Brings a and the children of David were Kayanim. Now clearly they weren't Kayanim in the base of Migdash because they were from Shevet Yehuda. So therefore it must mean that they were Kayanim, that they were officers, that they were important people. So Rashi brings a proof that Kayanim could mean Sarim. But the fact that Rashi needs to bring a proof means that Kayanim to mean Sarim is not Pirish Apashat. And in Parshat Vayigash he said that Misharsim is Pirish Apashat. So the question is why does Rashi not Bring the taich kayanim to mean misharsim servants of Hashem. Vatirus. So one answer that we can give is as follows: Demult had Rashi said that kayanim means misharsim servants of Hashem. Is not verstandig was tut uf the pasuk v'demba says mam shuchamayse v'gei kodesh. What would the what would the Pasik be telling us with the next words of the Gay Kaddish. Akayin Mesharas Lelakus is the technique Dushav Dolo. The Kayin that serves Hashem, meaning to say a person that is being called Kayin because he's serving Hashem, is the, what's the idea? That he is Kiddushi, he's holy. What does holy mean? Removed from the world. As the Pasuk says, Aaron, Aaron was separated, removed, to sanctify him and his children. So the, so the idea of serving Hashem, becoming a Kayin, is the idea of Kiddusha, of removing oneself from the world to become holy for Hashem. So that would be rep rep repetitive. That would just be saying the same thing again. You should be kayanim for me, meaning you serve me. What does it mean, my kayanim, to separate yourself from the world to serve Hashem? The gay kaddish. It's it's repetitious. From them, Mr. Pasik is most of the gay kaddish. The fact that the Pasik says the gay kaddish, in 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 addition to mamlachas kayanim, is moving as mamlachas kayanim da that it need to be maintained from kedusha of dalat zmeivish. Therefore, we conclude that that mamlachas kayanim cannot mean the idea of separating, designating oneself to, 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 to become holy to the Ebishter. Because that's already understood in the Gay Kodesh. The river learned Rasha. As the Taishu and Lachas Kerem does need with the Lashi Kuhuna and Ketaj Kirag. The Rashi says here, Kuhuna cannot mean the regular explanation of Kuhuna, which would mean servants of Hashem, nor Sarim. It must have a unique, different explanation. It means Sarim, officers, ministers, um, and that's a different explanation than Gay Kodesh. So this answers our, our question, our last question. Why does Rashi not say Kayanim is Mishar Hashem? Because Mishar Hashem is included in Goy Kadesh. 
Goy Kaddish means to elevate oneself, to remove oneself from the world, to become holy to Hashem, and that is done by being Misharsi Hashem, servants of Hashem, and therefore Rashi says, Malachas Kerenim has to mean something different, and therefore Rashi concludes that it must be Sarim, like the Pasuk of Nei David Kayanim Hoy. So now that we understand what is meant by Mamlechas Kayanim as Sarim, is the Seder from the Dry Milas and the Psukim Zula Milam Izu. Then you have three Psukim here, Vizim Lizgula, Mamlechas Kayanim, and Goy Kaddish, describing three unique qualities of the Yidin, but they are being listed in an order, one greater than the next. Vizim Lizgula Mikolamim. Refers to the fact that Yidin are a precious treasure. Of Ketelt Mashara Uma is removed from other nations, different than other nations. That's one level. Before you touch anything, a Yid, by definition, is different than the rest of the world. He is the Abish's precious treasure. The Noch is their massive, then the Pasuk adds, Not only are they more precious. Than the other nations, a treasure. They are also officers. But Sardim, Hershen, Unfirin, Armidem, Medina, Sardim are a rule. Hershen, they rule. Unfirin, and they lead the country, Midemarum, with their surroundings. So not only are they precious, they are also leaders. And the Pasek says one more thing that they are a holy people, that they are removed and elevated above the mundane, from the Gansan room above their surroundings, from the worldly matters. They are a holy people, holy for the Abish that's similar to Kernim, literally, that are designated away from the rest of the people to be holy for Hashem. So you have three levels. Yeah. A precious treasure. You have the fact that they are ruling, the leading the world. They are the ones that are in power. And then you have the fact that they are above the world, higher than the world, not even engaged in the world. So these three psukim, before we even go a little bit weiter to understand this better, we already see that these three psukim, the Abish is telling Meshach three qualities of the Yidin. Each one, as they get listed, higher and higher. In Dalit, see if Dalit is going to explain these three levels, but on a, more, on a deeper level and on a more personal level. <clears throat> these three ideas, as they are on a deeper level and as they are in the person's Aved, is as follows. First post is, you'll be my treasure. The first and most important aspect of the first uh, uh, aspect of the preciousness of Yidin is that the Abishar chose them. Which the Abishar chose the Yidin during Matan Teda. At the time of Matan Teda, this time, what happens is the Yidin become the chosen people. True choice comes solely from the chooser. True choice is not connected or is not based upon the quality of the chosen. One second, just so we all understand this, we discussed this concept of the Abish's Bechira in the past. If you're choosing two things that are different one from another, an apple and an orange. So if you like apples better than oranges, then it's not a real choice. You like apples better. When it, you call it a choice, when the two things that are being chosen are identical, and the choice comes not because of the quality of one over the other, but because of the, 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 the desire of the chooser, in this case, the Abishter. The, the part of the Abishter that's choosing the Yidin is coming from a place where dark and light is equal, which means that the Abishter from that on that level does not see the difference between good and bad, the difference between a Yid or not a Yid. And therefore, the fact that there is a difference between Yidin and the nations of the world is not the reason why the Abishar chooses Yidin. The Abishar chooses Yidin because of his Atmos. Because the Abishar wants Yidin despite their Milas. 
As Rashi says, don't say that I'm the that you're the only one. I have no others beside you. No, it's different. There are others, but I, the Abishter, chose Yidin, and therefore, and therefore, because I chose, not because they don't exist, they exist, but nevertheless. I, I chose that the nations of the world should be in my eyes as nothing, and the Eden should have that their preciousness, their, their the love that the Avisher has to them should be recognized, should be obvious, should be seen. So that's the first level. The Avisher Mitzah was Becher, chose Klal Yisrael, and therefore we are an Eitzer Chavi, we are a precious treasure. Then comes the fact that the Yidin work. The Yidin accomplish something through their own Avaidah. Which, in a more general sense, Avaidah of Yidin are divided in two levels. Aleph, the Avaidah, and Divrei Rishus. Vazotutzi, Lashem Shamayim, Oder Nachmar, and Anifim, from Bechodor, Achachadreyu. Number one, there is the person's engagement, involvement in non-mandatory and mundane matters. Which, when he does it, L'shem Shamayim, when he does something mundane with the ultimate intention to, that this is for the sake of Hashem, or that in the very thing that he's doing, he's doing, taking a, a, a physical thing and using it for Kiddusha. So you're using the material world for holiness. So you're, that's to engage in the physical world in a holy manner. Base. Then you have an even higher level, the Aveda of a Yid in Limitatera Vakima Mitzvis, learning Tayyid and doing mitzvahs. And how does these, these last two connect to Mamlachas Kainim and the Gay Kodesh? And that's the Chilik, Zvishan Dermailov and Kainim and Sharsi Hashem, Visaverikitites Bechal Mokim, Odvi the Posak Zog Dog Gay Kodesh. And this will be the difference between Kayanim and Sharsi Hashem, which usually we explain that Kayanim means serving Hashem, but over here, that's going to fit into the category of Gay Kodesh. We're not going to go through this every time we mention this, so I'm going to just point it out over here. That we're going to talk about Koyanim as Mishar Hashem, which here fits into the category of Goy Kodesh, and we're going to talk about Koyanim, which means Sarim, which is Mamlachas Koyanim. So Koyanim has two meanings. Koyanim could mean serving Hashem. Koyanim could mean officers. So here you have Mamlachas Koyanim, which means Sarim. Then you have Goy Kodesh, which means Mishar Hashem, which can also be used as the word Koyanim. So it could become a little bit confusing. So it's important to... So most of the time we're going to stick to the word Sarim and Mishar Hashem, so that we know which one we're talking about. But... But based on the fact that there's two types of Aveda, Aveda in Inyani Arishus, and Aveda in non-mandatory uh, 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 matters, and the Aveda of learning Torah and fulfilling mitzvahs, these two things will be reflected in Sorim, which is the translation of Kayanim in this case, and Mishar Hashem, which is the translation of Goy Kodesh in our Psukim. The Aveda in Yanik when you engage in, in the matters of holiness, learning Torah, doing mitzvahs, it is in a manner that you are removed from the mundane world. But similar to the Kayanim who stood before Hashem away from the world to serve him. They're removed from the world. Their inheritance, their portion is the Abishter. Their entire being, their entire essence. Islam and Lefne Avayali Shorsi. Was beside them, very need longer of Goykades. This animal sure sigh, my servants, they're serving me, they're moved away from the world. The Goykades and their holy people, the Dafka, Bekela Kades, to bond, to connect, to cleave to the holy Hashem. Durk Terimits, the Terimits. This is the higher level. But when the Yidin do their Aveda in the non-mandatory in the mundane world, that everything that a person does, even material things, are ultimately for the purpose of, of the Abishter, of, of, of serving Hashem. Or that the very thing that he's doing, he's using a material thing to serve Hashem. It's your deeds and it's your ways. 
it's to'eyu, it's knowing Hashem. It's the same shemayim, but it's called masecho and it's called rechecho. Zayin divrei are the shus of wearing a tongue of shemayim. They are not holy uh, engagements. They are involvements. They're 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 the shus, non-mandatory, mundane. Then it no longer from kiyanim sarim. In this case, it are called sarim officers. But zvayist after shlitu and onfur onfurim for needing mitzachin from their world, which which represents the fact that yidden are ruling. And leading, con uh, conducting the world. For the of the to the world, why is it Because Yidin are involved in worldly matters. is expressed not through removing oneself from the world, nor to control the world and to lead the world. To utilize the material matters for the Abish's sake. To the point that they too will represent a Lukus, the Eyu, you know, you know Hashem in them. As they are refined and purified, they become part of holiness, vessels to contain godliness. So you have. This refers to the Bechira of the Eibishter in the Yidden, which the Goyim exist, but nevertheless the Eibishter chooses the Yidden. And then you have Mamlechas Koyanim, which Koyanim means officers, referring to the Aveda of the Yid with of the Yidden with the world, to elevate the world and to transform the world, to turn the material world into something holy. And then you have a Goy Kodesh, which refers to serving Hashem, which is removing oneself from the world and becoming closer to Hashem through Teiro Mitzvahs. This, if, you're, if you noticed, right in the beginning of, of page 22, he says, Generally, more generally speaking, is two types of Aved Devayid, Rishus and Kedusha. In Sifei is going to say that Bepratius, more specifically, we could say that in Limudatayr Vekim Mitzvah's Gufa, there is both aspects of Sarim and Mishar Si Hashem. Thus is Bechlolis in Sifei. Sifei does Bechlolis, this is in a more general sense. Bepratius is Eichin der Aveide von Kiyum, Hamitzvis, Verandit Sveifanim, Titnuus Veifanim, more detailed level, more specifically within Tayro Mitzvah, you also have these two modes of Aveide. He's learning Teirah and doing mitzvahs in order to cleave, to connect to Hashem. It is impossible to properly connect to Hashem unless one fulfills the 248 mitzvahs, which correspond to the 248 limbs of the king of the Abishter Kivyachal. The reason why he's learning Tate and doing mitzvahs is because he wants to be a servant of Hashem. That in Kaddish, moved from Velt to become holy and separated from the world. Goy Kaddish. Based on another level, that Eisek Atayin of Kiyom Mitzvahs is bichtei peyol zayin av gufei b'nafshu yabahamis v'chelk yabayilam to machin to from velt adiru leizvarech b'tachtein. The reason why he's learning Tate and doing mitzvahs is for the sake of impacting his own guf, his own nefesh abamis, his part of the world, in a more greater picture, to make a dinner that in the physical world there should be a dwelling place for Hashem. Here he's not removed from the world, he's engaged in the world for the purpose of transforming the world. This is the idea of sarim, impacting the world. So not only do we see that there's a yani adishus, which is sarim, and and teiro mitzvah, which, which is mishar si Hashem, which is service to Hashem, but Mepratius, Sarim is when a person learns Tater for the sake of impacting himself on the world, and Mishar Se Hashem is when a person learns Tater for the sake of connecting to the Ibsh. In Se'ivav, we're now going to go and talk about the uh, the the based on this we now understand why Rashi uses the word sarim and not mishar Hashem. We're now going to understand the connection of the pasuk mamlachas koyanim and matan which was part of our question, 
You're also going to understand why the Alter Rebbe uses the word V'goymar uh, instead of saying V'goykadosh. In the Piresh Rashi, based on this, we can understand. According to the Pashtub Shatav Rashi, we already explained that he says means sorry because otherwise it would be repetitive to the Goy Kaddish. To take it into Yenish Teda, into more into deeper elements of Teda, in a more practical way of understanding this, why does Rashi Taij that Melechas Kayanim means Sardim officers and not as he would usually do, that it means Kayanim serving Hashem? And for this, in order to do this, we have to introduce this very famous Gemara, Shabbos, Gemara Shabbos Peches, which discusses Matan Torah and something that has been discussed in many of the Rebbe Sichis. What was the Uftu? What was the accomplishment of Matan Torah in this world? The Gemara is often the from Matan Torah. The Gemara says in this section of Mat, uh, where in the Gemara where it discusses Matan Torah, Shalom Shalom when Moshe went up to, to heaven, Omer Malach Baruch the angels. Said to the Abishari Bainishalila Mali Ludisha Bain, what is a human being doing amongst us? Omar Lahan, the Abister answered, Kabul Tata Ba, he came to receive the Tata. Omrulafanov, so the Malachim said back, Khamda Khamuda Gnuza Vikulu, Atam Vakish Litna the Bas of Adam, Ma Enish Kisiskiranut, Nait Khalashamaim. You have this hidden treasure, the Tata, that you have for so many years. Now you're gonna give it away to the human beings. Why would you give any significance to the human, why not place your glory upon the heavens? Meaning to say, give the Torah to the Malachim. Give them a response. Reply to them. The Torah that you're giving me, what does it say in it? I am the Ebisha that took you out of Mitzrayim. Omar Lahan Samesha turns to the angels and he says, did, did you actually descend to Egypt? Were you enslaved to Parah? Why should we give you the Torah? What else does it say in the, in the Torah? You should not have any other gods besides for the Abishter. Are you living amongst the nations that there is any thought or possibility that you will worship other gods? And similar to this, Mesha responds to Malachim with regards to the other commandments of the Aseris Adibres. Do you do business? Do you have a father and mother? Do you have jealousy amongst you? So the angels, the Malachim, admitted to the Avishter the Torah belongs with the Yidin in this world. From this we can understand. As the mechuvim from the sinas atayde v'amitzvus is not placed as Eden's own sign. Agizundut from Yonah Elam v'lacha maso matan. The ultimate purpose of giving of the Torah was not for the Eden to be removed or separated from worldly matters. That they shouldn't engage in, in commerce. They shouldn't engage in business. Because that idea, the idea of being removed from the world, already exists by the angels. And in a more perfect way, then it could work itself out for a yid here. Uh, whatever, however you look at it, even a yid who's removed from the world still has to eat, still has to drink, still has to sleep, something. There still has to be some level of engagement in the physical world. Malachim are perfectly removed from the world. So if the Abishar wanted that through Teda, a person should be removed from the world entirely, he would have given the Teda to the Malachim. Nor be iker. Well, what was the purpose of giving the Torah primarily as gefinis of dalamata? That those who, who exist down here in this world, and are involved with the other nations, and worldly matters, to the point that we have a yitzhar. The purpose of Matan Torah was that with the engagement with the world, with the engagement with the nations of the world, with the Yitzhahara, a Yid should be a Tsar, an officer, someone who's in control of the world. A Yid should be in control of the Yitzhahara and of his Midas, of his character traits. And also with regards to the world. And he is a Tsar, he is in control, controlling, leading the world. 
they sollen nicht bader werden und sein durchgenommen mit Gottlichkeit. They should be refined and permeated with godliness. Was das die Avedah von Komasachah von Chodrachachachachachach, which is the Avedah of serving Hashem and with all of our actions, and in all of our ways that we go, we should know Hashem. It means engaging with the world and taking control of the world to bring a lukus, godliness into the world. That is the goal of Matan Teira. That is the purpose of Matan Teira. Not to stay away from the world, but to involve oneself in the world, but in from a position of control. Not a position of becoming influenced by the world, but a position of controlling and changing and transforming the world. Bichlalus, he does the roof of Matan Teira under Yisin in the Mimud HaTeira V'Kiyom Mitzvah, but not Matan Teira, generally speaking, this is the accomplishment, this is the, 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 uh, the what, what, what was different. The advantage of learning Teira and doing mitzvahs after Matan Teira, after Mkiyom HaTeira Mitzvah from the Ovis, over the Teira Mitzvahs that were done by the Ovis, was Kiyomu Kala Ovis Kala Teira Kulash, the Nitna, which we know from the Gemara, that the, that the Ovis, uh, the, the forefathers, fulfill, fulfilled all of the mitzvahs of the Teira before it was even given. We also know from other, Amari Chazal, that the, that the Ovis learned Teira, so what's the difference? It's another uh, idea that we've discussed in the past. But here, but here in this Sikha, he's approaching it from a specific perspective that is Negea for us to understand the Mahalach, the, the, the flow of what we're talking about here. The purpose of the Ovis fulfilling Tero Mitzvahs was not so that they can refine and elevate the physicality of the world. To become and to remain one with Hashem. The Ovis were a chariot of Hashem. A chariot is a euphemism for total bittel, total dedication to Hashem, like a chariot that, that does exactly what the rider tells it to do. Similarly, the Ovis were totally had no will of their own, they, had, they were totally dedicated. In, and in a total bittel to the Ebishter. When we are talking Tanya, similar to the Altarebbe says in Tanya, all of their limbs were holy and removed from, from worldly matters. They were only a chariot to the Ebishter's divine will. Therefore, even the things that they did do in this world were that they were shepherds, which Hasidus explains many times, shepherd represents being removed from the world, going to war, engaging in business. Those would be uh, occupations that, that involve the person in the world. The shepherd is someone who goes into the forest and sits there all day watching the sheep and does not have to engage in the worldly matters. So the Avisburayitzayin, which shows an, an aloofness on a, a being removed from the world. But after the Abishar gave the Teira, the idea was not to be removed from the world. The idea was to engage in the world and rule the world and change the world. When the Abishar speaks about the Aveda of, of Yidin with regards to Matan Teira, is Frier the Dargis Aveda from Sarim. The first thing you have to say is Yidna Sarim. The first, because it's the most important aspect of Matan Teira, that Yidna Sarim, Yidna are taking control of the world. Only after that can you speak about Gei Kaddish, that on their own they also elevate themselves to connect to Hashem and remove themselves from the world. So this Alpi Yedishal Teira is the answer to our question from the beginning of Sif Gimel. Why does Rashi choose Sarim, which is not Kipshutai? The answer is because since the whole purpose of Matan Teira is that a Yid should change the world, therefore the first and most important part here is Sarim, to be in control of the world. The Mitzvah Muvan was the Alter Rebbe B'Shulchan, was the Alter Rebbe B'Shulchanai. Zogin Dik as Miyad Acharish Chedish. This explains why the Alter Rebbe, when he wants to prove that Moshe began to teach the Yidden, to prepare the Yidden for Matan Teira, that on Tuesday, base 7, the Abish there told the Yidden that you will be for me, which is which one question, why this Pasuk? And our other question was that the Alt Rebbe does not mention the words Vigay Kaddish, 
but, re, but alludes to them with other gamer. Lahadgish to emphasize as the atom tilim lachas kyanim is a bazundar sugundargin aveda that lachas kyanim is its own unique category of serving Hashem. Un the gay colors is a tzvete darge and the gay colors is a second level of a hemshich ugmar from the friedike but a follow up but it is a a continuation to the previous. When then b'shetidikim mechuvah from kabbalas atayri and in lachas kyanim the first. Category of Aveda. This is what what Matan Torah consists of. The river is the Eshtis Askus Ischil Meishel Isasek Imayim Binyan Kibbutz Satera. Given them as Amalei Matan Tila Melachaskeren. The Meishel is beginning. The what Meishel begins to talk to them about Satera. The first thing he speaks to them is about Melachaskeren, which means Sarim officers being involved in the world, but in a way of controlling the world and changing the world, because that's the ultimate purpose of Matan Torah. Of receiving the is to be to take control of the world and elevate it and transform it to kedusha. The is but the level of a gay is mentioned as a gaymar. To them, so first of all, it says it's not mentioned together to know that it's another level. But he says the gamer to them kumensu undas is their gamer the undas is their gamer the aveda of This can be reached. And this concludes the Avedam Lachaskena. Once a Yid is changing the world, is doing the ultimate purpose, Matan which is to transform and elevate the world, then the Gay Kadesh, then he can also be a holy nation, he can also be someone that removes himself from the world and connects to the Abishta. So, up until this point, we have answered our three questions on the Alter Abishta Our first question was, why does he bring the Pasik Latin to the Mamlachas Kernim? And the answer is because Mamlachas Kernim is the the Ikir Mechuvan, the primary purpose of the giving of the Torah that a Yitzhi Yakoyan, Sarim, this answers our second question. What does it mean, Mamlachas Kernim? How does the connection of Sarim to Matan Torah? Because the idea of Matan Torah is that a Yitzhi should be a Sarum Moshul Vishayleth, should rule over the world. And over himself, or the Torah should impact him and the world. And also the third question: Why does it say Mamlachas Kenim Vigaymer to tell us that the Gay Kaddish is a separate level of Mamlachas Kenim, and it is a continuation to a Gaymer to Mamlachas Kenim? The word Vigaymer means and its conclusion. When you say a pasuk Mamlachas Kenim Vigaymer, it says the word Vigaymer refers to the conclusion of the pasuk. So here, in the deeper understanding of it, it refers to the conclusion of the fact that a Yid is a Sar, Moshul Vashayla, the ruler to the world, that he could also become a Gai Kaddish. Now let's apply this to Parshas Bamid. Now that we understand what Moshe Rabbeinu was saying as he was preparing them to Matan Torah, telling them that the ultimate goal of purpose of Matan Torah is to prepare oneself for, uh, is, to, is to change the world, now we can understand the connection to Parshas Bamidbar. The Teichem and the Parsha is Minya B'nai Yisrael. The theme of the Parsha is the censuses of the Yidin. These are the Gans to say, but I'm going to for Chumash Abkudim to the point that the whole Chumash is called the Book of Numbers. On a more detailed level, this Parsha recounts three censuses. The beginning of the Sedra, where we count all of the Yidin, excluding the Levim, not to count the Shevet Levi. Then the Shevet Levi is counted on its own, just the Shevet Levi. All those members of the tribe, starting from the age of 30 days old. And then at the end of the Sedra, count the, the heads of the family of Kahas, from the age of 30 years old, he was counting those who were fit for the Aveda of carrying the Mishkan. We might suggest that the three censuses in our Parshas Bamidbar correspond to the three levels that we've been discussing earlier in the Sikha of Yisim Liskula, treasure to the Ebishter, officers, rulers of the world, and the Gai Kodesh, removing oneself from the world to connect to Hashem. 
The beer was and this is the explanation. Shait and shallow. As Durk them was not get sailed to Eden, then they give on a double of a minion, the double of a minion lay bottom. So Allah says that by the counting the Yidin, the Yidin became something that's countable. And because of that, they fell into the category. They are, they are in the category of what Allah tells us, that something that's counted cannot become bottled, cannot become nullified. Normally speaking, you have a concept of bittul b'roiv, or bittul b'shishim. That if something that's usr falls into something that's mutter, but there's 60 times more mutter than usr, then the usr becomes, becomes bottled, becomes part of the mutter, and this mixture becomes, is, this mixture is permissible. There are exclusions to that. The exclusions to that is something that is of importance by itself. Then even though it got mixed into the mixture, it, it, it does not become bottled. One of the ways that something does not become bottled is if it's countable. For example, you have a dozen eggs. Eggs are 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 uh, traded, are bought by number, by dozen, and therefore it's called a dovish of a minion. And if a, if an egg falls, it gets mixed in with a bunch of other eggs, it would not become bottle. So when the yid are counted, it gives them that chashivus, that uh, 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 distinction, that importance that they do not become bottle. And he says like this, it's very interesting. The fact that something that's counted cannot become bottled is different than the fact that there are other things of importance that do not become bottled. Like something that is its own creation. The example that uh, the, the, the uh, Rambam brings from the, the Gemara is a Gidanosha. A Gidanosha gets mixed in with other Gidan. Because a Gidanosha is a Berge Bifneasme, it's its own creation, therefore it does not become bottle. Bali Chaim, or entire animals, for example, a Shaira Nisko, an ox that has to be has to be stoned, that gets mixed in with other uh, oxen, or an Egla Arufa, an, a calf that's being used for the Egla Arufa that get, gets mixed in with other calves. Or a tzipir, a bird that was designated to be used for the mitzvah, and it got mixed in with other birds. Since they are an entire balchai, they're not bottle. But dartin is the chshivus and the zachuf of begoli. Over there, these things, the, the very thing themselves, because there's an, because it's a, a whole animal or a whole barrier, a whole part of piece of creation. Therefore, it has its own importance inherently. These andres begolif and andres achin. They are different. They are distinct from other things. Mashenkin adavish of minyan was lay bottle. In contrast to that, something that is being counted and because of that is not bottle. Durch demvas men seltis that vispen zich azar tachshivus. So only once it's counted do we discover its importance. We may lay bottle and because of that it's not bottle. Tachshivus ein is nit gluyav in the keres and gufa davar. Inherently we don't see its importance. It's only once it becomes counted that uh, that we discover that this is an important thing, a thing that should not become bottled. So let's parallel this in the, in the spiritual sense. Counting the Yidin represents this uniqueness of Yidin as they are externally not any different than the other nations. The fact that Yidin are not bottled, don't get mixed in with the other nations, is not because they are inherently different, but rather it's because they get counted by the Ebishter, and that makes them different. That gives them the chashivos, the importance that they should not get mixed in with the other nations. Underfar is the Indian and Minion, but Dugmas recently school Mikolamikalikal Arts. And therefore, we can correspond the idea of this counting, the counting of all of the Yidden, with the idea of the Pasig, you'll be a treasure for me from amongst all the nations, because all of the world is mine. Even though the whole world is mine, the Abish is saying, there are others here besides for you. Nevertheless, the Yidden are distinct. Yidin are special because the Abishar chose them and they do not become bottled and not become insignificant compared to the other nations which becomes revealed through the senses which causes that their preciousness should become obvious because the Abishar loves them therefore he counts them constantly or as Rashi says in the beginning of Parshish to let it be known that the Abishar loves them 
So if we're comparing the three censuses to the three levels that we explain and qualities of the Yidin, the counting of all of the Yidin, which is for the purpose of revealing their preciousness um, uh, from amongst all the nations, corresponds to that even though there's Anim and Likalar, it's nevertheless he counts the Yidin because they are his Oitzrachavav, they are his precious treasure. The Pasik says, do not count the tribe of Levi amongst the rest of the Yidden. Because this count, this census, is connected not just with the fact that they are counted and therefore not bottled. Appoint the Levium. Which is the with the hafkid is from the term of appointing one to a position, an important position. They're being counted into their own VIP category, into their own special uh, definition. The fact that they were being counted from the age of one month is because he was being counted to be called a guard in the in, in the Mishmeres HaKedosh, in the Royal Guard, in the Holy Guard. Which this will correspond to Mamlechas Ka'an, which means Sarim. The Levim were being given a position of 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 the royal guard, a VIP position, which corresponds to the idea of Sarim. That not only they're not bottled the Gabi the other nations, but they actually are in a leadership position. And then comes the third census where they where they counted the specific families of Geshen Kosmodori. which started the the, 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 the census began at the age of 30, here they were being drafted to do Malacha in the oil made in the Mishkan. And in our parasha, it focuses on Kaas, because Gershon and Merari are in our parasha's nothing. Not only did they do Aveda in the oil Mayid, the Bnei Kaas did the Aveda also in the Kedesh HaKadoshim, they were carrying the Mishkan. Sorry, they were carrying the Aron HaKadosh, which is from the Kedesh HaKadoshim. Their minion is not mitzadrim klolos dikin tafkit from the Levium. This census is not because of the general position of the Levium. The Yisrara of Hashem and being in this leadership position of being part of the Royal Guard. Nor mitzad malacha be'oyel mo'yit. Um ba b'nei kohos mitzad dem was b'nei kohos an uzgitel tov sutragim dikle ha'kidus ha'mekudosh b'kulam. And this is because the Malacha was in the oil made itself. And in the case of Nikos, they were carrying the actual holy vessels, the, the Shulchan, the Menorah, the Aran, etc., which were the holiest of all of the Kalim. Which this would correspond to the quality of the Goy Kaddish. Is there meaning for Nikos to leave a Vedas HaKadosh? Nesiyas Aran, HaMekudosh HaMekulam. So first of all, in general, the idea that they were doing the Aveda in the Oyal Mayid, they were doing the holiest Aveda, this connects to the Gay Kaddish. Additionally, our parsha focuses on Bnei Kahas, which is the which is the family from which Aaron Akayin came and from which all of the Kayanim come because there are also Levim that come from Shevet Levi, which was Gershon Amirari. So this shows an even higher level within Shevet Levi Gufa, the fact that they actually became Kayanim, real Kayanim, uh, and not just Meshar Hashem, but actual Kayanim in the base of Migdash. So the three the three censuses refer to the three milas. The first census of all of the Yidin is the idea of the fact that through counting the Yidin they become a Davar Chashiv. This represents the, the preciousness of Bnei Yisrael and they become Loibatu. Then you have the census of, of Shevet Levi, the whole Shevet Levi. This refers to the fact that they are Ba'ata Hafke, they are, they, are, they are given a position of Sarara, an important position which corresponds, which corresponds to in which we've been touching all along, means Sarim. Then you have the Shevet, this counting of the Bnei Kahas, 
which were which were with Hamikudas which number one represents the fact that they were that they were that they are uniquely connected to Hashem. It also touches upon the fact that that this is uniquely connected to Benekas, which actually was the forebear of the Koyanim in the Beis Hamikdash. So this answers the question. What is the, the, the connection between Parshas Bamidbar and, and the Achanal Matan Tater? Because in the Achanal Matan Tater, the Abishter recounts the different miles of Ne Yisrael. And in Parshas Bamidbar, he tells us to count the Yidin three different times, corresponding to the three different qualities of Yidin. And see if Yodalif is going to explain that of the three censuses, which one is the most unique to our Parsha, the middle one. The one that is the counting of Shevet Levi mi ben which as we said, is the level of Sarim, which is Mamlechas Koyanim, which will explain again why Mamlechas Koyanim is so important with regards to Kabbalah Satayra, talking about Achana, the Kabbalah Satayra, is going to explain why this census out of all of them is the most unique to our Parsha. As we said earlier, the primary is represented in the Pasik of which means Sodim. Similarly to that, we'll see that the which one is the most unique census to Parshas by Midbar, the counting of Bnei Levi. The Minya for Kolos Bnei Yisrael is Nitkin Inyan versus Bertnis Chalas Nufkiton Eshnunzasad. The, the count, the census of all of the Yidin is not something that is brought up for the first time or accomplished in this Sadr. The Yidin have already have previously been counted. Rashi says that when the Yid went out of Mitzrayim, the Yidin counted them. And then, and then again, he counted them after the Egel Azov. And now again he counts them. That it is because the Yidin loves them. He counts, he counts them at all times. This is very the third census. So you can't say that this parsha, the unique chilis of this parsha, is the fact that the Abishar counts the Yidden. Also, the third one, which is the census of the family of Kahas, is not uniquely, entirely connected with Parsha of Midbar. Even though B'nai Kahas were unique in their Aveda. Because they were they were carrying the Hamakudus Shabakul on the holiest vessels. Is a Brazil said that I mean you ben Shlesh and Son of Amila, the Zelva Alabenelevi. The way they were counted, the fact that they were counted from the age of thirty and on, is the same thing as the other Bene Levi. When I feel that Aif and Aveda from Benekahas, Avedas Nasa, even the idea that they were carrying things, the way they carried things is from an Ikhba Bene Gershon, is also by the family of Gershon. Bees as the Nase is Reis Benekahas, Besaf Parsha Senu. So much so that the, 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 the census that we have at the end of our parsha to uh, uh, account the Bnei Kaos is the Ascholah from the Memshech Ha'inyan in the Seder Shalachrizah, Nosei Yisraeli Bnei Gersh and Gamayim is only a beginning to a continuation that continues into Parshas Nosei where it says count the family of Gersh and Gamayim also them. They were uh, also part of this special census. So the count of Bnei Kaos is not unique to this parsha because also Gershon and Merari were counted, and even though Merari was is, is not as holy as Bnei Gershon because they carried the the the, the chotzer, but also Bnei Gershon is considered kaidish holy, not as holy as Kaos, but still considered holy, and therefore Kaos is just an introduction. Count the census of Kaos is just is part of the following censuses of. So therefore, it's not unique to this parsha. The chilek on inyan amiyuchet in parshas b'midbar is the minyan under tafket from klolos shevet levi. The most unique census in this parsha is the census of the holy shevet levi. Thus was the rebister adi levi memanek ben zayin takas kol b'chayv b'nei yisrael. The fact that the rebister counted and appointed b'nei levi to take the place of the b'chayr of the firstborn. Stot kol b'chayr. Instead of the Bukhar, the firstborn, who is considered the first and the leader of the rest of the children of his family, and he would have and he would take a double portion of the Yerusha, which all these represent also the fact that we serve Hashem and has to be done in a manner of firstborn. 
So the Bnei Levi took this place. They became the Bechayim. They became this. They became. They they were they received this leadership position. Al Kinal, as we mentioned earlier, the Ikirim Atar of Matnatayis Ve'Atam Tiyudin Ulechas Kehinim Sodim. So Sheilat Zayna Vinyani Ha'Elam and Onfidim Itzay Peol Zayna Zezal and Veradidalei Isbarich. Because the most important purpose of Matnatayis is to become Sodim, to become leaders. Of the world to impact the world and to change the world to make a dinabatahtainim. And therefore, the census that is mostly connected with the idea of Sarim is the most unique to this parsha. Counting of Shavit Levi, which made them Sarim. Every year, when these days are remembered, and every year is involved. In the Aveda of becoming a Mamlachas Kernim Sarim, officers of the Avishter, that Echuf Kitander Inyan from Mamlachas Kernim Kipshutai, this will also accomplish the literal idea of Mamlachas Kernim, Bis Kipshutai Mamis from Besamigdash Ashlishi, till in the most literal sense that they will have Kernim serving Hashem in the Besamigdash. Eden Ben Sarim of Kalin Yon Elam Eden become officers in control of all of the worldly matters. That they bring down the Sodom of above, that they should be in control of the world. That while we're still in Golos, the other kings will be our helpers and ministers, female ministers. Will be the witnesses of our children. And that way we could get ready to receive the Tata with Simcha, with joy, and in an innermost way, as the Friedrich Rebbe, and later on the Rebbe would very often wish with regards to the Yantar of Shvuis. And this will lead us to be able to, in the very near future, learn the Tata of Mashiach. The will be the king on all of the world, even the, even worldliness. Then the Abishter will be the king because the Sarim, because the Yidin became Sarim, Yidin became the officers of the world to change the world and prepare it for the Abishter's kingdom. The made of Yemenu Mamash.